0: Give
1: Brewing Co. Hi, I'm Amish. I make beers. I have dogs. Go and drink my beer from a tin. <laughs> Welcome back to another week of Beer Sucks. I'm Adam. Across from me, with his sultry look through the sexy, sexy glasses, we have Mr. Tim and Hoskins. Yo, here I am.
2: What up?
1: That's quite frightening. And to <laughs> my right, I've got the Podfather himself, Mr. Brendan Day. I
3: still don't appreciate you calling me that, but hey, guys, what's up?
2: Yep, suck shit. What's That's wrong your with name? the Podfather? Yep.
1: Uh,
3: I feel like it's setting expectations that I can't live up to, quite frankly.
2: Or an offer that no one can refuse. Really. I've oh, seen I you get that. angry before, mate, and that shit is <laughs> fucking <laughs> frightening, eh? Alright, guys, we've got a,
1: uh, yet another special guest this week. Uh, we have the main man from Feral Brewing Company himself, the man with the most luscious moustache in the brewing industry in Australia. Absolutely, Mr. Will Irving, how are you? Good, mate. G'day.
3: Hey. You were stroking it um, in a way that I liked. Mm. Well,
4: it's just that habit, you, you grow it and too, then too stroking. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's Would you call that the peel back? Ah, no, it just gets annoying once it gets in your lips. Is that peeling it back? I
3: don't know. I think Lesky refers to something else as peeling it back generally,
1: but that's okay. I didn't realize we were going there that fast. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, it's only taken us 10 seconds. We're on the rub rub jokes already. I'm pretty sure it's going to get fucking very strange. Fucking very strange?
2: Fucking very strange. English is
1: not my. it's not my forte at the moment apparently so i've just been getting a lot of shit from tim about being all
2: right <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about
1: yeah look group messaging's not my not my thing <laughs> i find it quite possibly the most abhorrent thing on the planet and when they come up i'm like oh
2: in your defense it was 8am when everyone else you know is very much well and truly approaching their work day. they're they're in it you know i'm i'm sure well what time do you get up for work
3: Yeah, eight or nine, ten, I'm guessing. Depends
4: these days. Uh, Usually six. Six? Yeah. You
3: know? That's pretty
2: respectable, actually. Very respectable, you know? So, what time do you get up, Lesky? Hey?
1: Oh, it'll be like a cool 10am. Oh, (laughs) no. Uh, Sadly, I... This is... is, Yeah, we are sounding like old men, and right now I'm going to sound like... Probably a middle-aged lady right now. I've been getting up early and doing YouTube yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I wouldn't
3: have admitted that, personally. No. Seriously, with Not this Not to look, anyone.
1: I'm turning into
4: Ellen DeGeneres. You, <laughs> are you finding your zen in the morning? Is that what you're... Uh,
1: finding a small amount of zen, but then afterwards going for a crap is just the most relieving experience. <laughs> like, after all that early morning gyrating, you're like... Pre-coffee? pre Yeah, man. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine having Mm. a coffee straight after that? Then do yoga. Fuck, man. You might just shit yourself on the floor. Oh, I'd (laughs) I'd be out (laughs) completely. Elvis Presley, man, sandwich on the ground, heart attack. Oh, I'm
3: just picture you watching reruns of those old aerobics kind of videos that used to be on before, before cartoons TV in the Mosco yeah, aerobics or, or, or agro yeah. is that oh. what it was called? Oh, star, yeah. yeah,
4: they were a cause of many many
1: uh, bonus
4: back in the day as a kid. Get Until up you earlier. turn it on and the
1: dude was on, you're
2: like, well, nope. <laughs> ABC News, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it was the most boring fucking thing that could ever be on. I was just like, this fucking sucks. Get me Goku, <laughs> you know. Thanks for coming on,
3: Will. Absolutely. We actually really appreciate it. Not um, a problem. Been uh, been uh, talking to you for a while about getting you on. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming out. Not a problem.
4: It's um, yeah, it's just been busy. It's about finding the right time to get out, and I rushed here,
3: and I was waiting outside for everyone to arrive <laughs> by up. yourself. Yeah, uh, oh. which isn't our most professional moment. <laughs> I'm going to admit. However, I feel like it set a realistic tone for. What's followed so far Absolutely Oh
1: my god, I'm so sorry And I'm really sorry for what's probably about to happen later
3: Oh, what are we getting into? Oh no, no, just (laughs) potentially what could be coming out of this fucking podcast I think he's just in a habit of apologising for stuff in the future Yeah Yeah Yeah. I'm sorry It has been (laughs) (laughs) It has been a huge few months for you guys um, So I understand that it's been busy
1: Yeah Yeah, crazy times now leading up into Christmas as well, like you guys yeah. must be getting absolutely crushed.
4: Well, at least uh, production is. Um, on my side, I'm purely product development, so yep. it's it's topping up on all the stuff before I go on holidays for a couple of weeks. So it's um, it's whoa. changed over the days.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa! You get to go on holidays? Yeah, across Christmas. Yep. What the fuck? Mm. That's
4: sick. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you. Back in the day, it was probably a no. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely you know yeah. when it was myself and Bren, yeah. uh just working that by ourselves, yeah we had yeah there a was no stopping Christmas man. day off, yeah, maybe boxing day and then straight back into it, yeah um yeah. we're now you know you you work pretty hard at the production plant, and that's you know to to get enough stock to to get that time off over Christmas 'cause I don't know everyone has that time off. Yeah. Be with your family. It's don't a look bit at me, full. Good. Oh, you're you working? Oh. <laughs> retail. Work. Well, I was going oh, to say, all
3: non retail HOSPO sales guys. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 Whatever.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> none of us are jealous.
2: <laughs> Not really. I'm but super I, I, fucking I, jealous. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude.
3: I
4: used to work uh, bottlers before I started brewing. Yeah. And Christmas time sucked a big old bag of dicks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And oh, was, man. Oh, look. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Like, I you know, when it's super busy, it's, it's awesome. But. Yeah, you know, when you work like a 13-hour day and you just, at the end of it, you're like, I can't even spell my own fucking name. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And you've also
3: walked like 30Ks yeah. inside yeah. A, a little like, shop. On you
2: your feet, talking to people and having to maintain like a, a a clean face. Oh, you haven't got the fucking brown one. You've only got the black one. Yep, that's all I've got, man. I mean, yep.
1: Do you have any Phoenix beer bottles? No, you've only got cans? Oh, I'm never coming here again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's <laughs> Phoenix uh, Bit harsh uh, But yeah, yeah. No uh, 30 35,000 steps What was yours? Yeah. 35,000 steps I So think. the
1: year before I started Tim racked up What nearly 30k's in the shop yep. On the day Yep Good work. That's
2: That was shit It was great But it was shit Gives oh. a
1: new tone to find 30 Man, exactly. (laughs) Find your 30Ks. I'm so looking forward to it, eh? Because I've got the worst fucking spare tyre right now. I'm like, man, I just need to lose a little bit of weight. Good. Cool, I'll just go to work. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then crack beers.
2: So what was the uh, bottle shop that you started at? Can you give them a shout out? Uh, Well,
4: way back in the day. So I've I've actually, I was working at a liquor store when I was 14, maybe a bit younger, uh, in Greenmount. So I lived or grew up just up the road from it. And um, I used to get paid to go stock the shelves. Um, So I'd sit there and stock shelves, getting paid probably four bucks an hour or five bucks an hour (laughs) back in the day. Wow. Um, Then I moved from there up into the hills even further to Mundaring and uh, did about three years there. It it was a Liquor barons back in the day. I think it's the Celebrations now, but...
2: Celebrations Mundaring are not well. Yeah.
4: Good old Tony and Grant. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Long time there. A lot of hand unloading. Uh, A lot of that 13-hour Christmas time, pretending to be really nice when you just don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then you're trying to give wine advice to um, ladies over 40 that just look at you as if, like, what's this infant telling me about Cabernet Sauvignon? (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then they go and buy a bottle of Gossip's Sweet Leaves. (laughs) And they leave and you're like, whoa, what the fuck's just happened here?
4: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, yeah. Think I got into feral after that. Actually I did about six months at Canningvale Markets as a forklift driver, and that's a it's a tremendous job that I'd I'd tell no one to do. Um I've been there. It's <laughs> fucking hectic,
3: man. Dude. Those forklifts
4: fly around that place. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few guys with a few missing chromosomes or extra chromosomes or something that yeah. just really There's go for gold. <laughs> Chromosome <laughs> shit happening. <laughs>
2: Uh, so six months there, then you started at Feral. What were you doing in a Feral capacity? Oh,
4: so Feral, yeah. So th- that was a tough one. I, I was doing part-time work at a back at Greenmount Liquor Store. I was actually playing in a band uh, at the time and I was only working at liquor store because it was good enough to, you know, rehearse a couple of times and play on weekends in the band. But then um, I just kind of needed a full-time job because, you know, six bucks an hour really wasn't... Uh, Cutting the mustard. Oh, man. Oh, it was pretty brutal. Paying yeah. for sticks and s- skins and, and transport and rehearsal and, you know, the cost of being in a band and rather than... eating uh,
1: meagering, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Oh, I was day.
4: living it with mum and dad, so, oh. you know, yeah. You're Sweet meagering. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> canned spaghetti. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so I kind of figured I'd need a full-time job and I wanted to get into brewing and um, Feral was kind of our closest place to drink that... Wasn't Midland, so a bunch of our friends had you know, we, we all lived in rather Greenmount and Darlington and Glen Forest, and uh, we didn't really want to get together and catch a cab down at the junction, yeah, to get stabbed or yeah. you know, bottled <laughs> or worse, yeah. Uh, yep. and Feral was kind of, yeah, f- less distant, so we used to go down there and drink Feral White on the, uh, on the lawn when it was single tiered, yeah, um, up near the. I think it was sewage up there. I'm not really sure. It stunk like shit uh, <laughs> every couple of weeks. But <laughs> we love it. We just yeah. drink pints of feral white and throw rocks in each other's beers. Yeah. Oh, Standard. To the wee hours. And then um, got to know the guys there, Brendan and his brother, Nath, um, and Jeremy that was working behind the bar. And I asked for work experience mm. for so long. And uh, Brendan said yes, or Nathan said yes. And then I rang up and got... The wrong person, they just said, Nah, no way. Like we're not having anyone in for work experience. So it kinda shut down my dream a little bit. I heard that it was selling to Brendan and Jeremy, um, from the the previous owners, or they yeah. were taking over majority share. So I just kinda made sure that my days off from work, I would go down there and eat and make myself present and actually the the be sweet seen hustle, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well I, mean, I love it. You can be that guy that just knocks on the door, you know, every week or every, you know, couple of days. Yeah. You hate that guy. You know what? You <laughs>
3: everyone <don't> hates that <laughs> guy. Fucking <laughs> guy. But you
1: just—the face is always there. You may not actually be talking to him. You're like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You're just slowly making yourself known, and then you'll catch
4: someone. And my plan was just actually have a chat with Bren. Uh, I did, and then I uh, got talking, and uh, he said he's going to need a rep to put on at that point. So I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be your rep, and got paid. Shit, it was fuck all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Use my own car. Yeah, um, And we had feral white, which was made out of like Southern Bay or somewhere over east that was yeah. run through a pasteurizer at the end of it. And it was pretty, pretty bloody average. I think we had one batch that came through that were like, yeah, it's pretty special. But majority of the time and, you know, any ester on that beer was just dead and it was yeah. fairly lifeless. So coming into a role from working in a liquor store to trying to sell beers to liquor stores, I used to deal with reps at the liquor stores. And I used to be super nice. Like, cool man, come in. Uh, what beer you got? Where do you want it? How much? Sweet, done. I just thought every place would be like that. So. No.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> as we sit here <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a sharp, sharp shot. Man, faces. Especially. Just on it. The market would have been so different then as well. Oh, so. for
4: sure. Like, uh, I think we were the only local craft yeah. in, in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, craft fridges were probably full of Beck's and Heineken and Corona and so maybe Coors th- back then. Yeah,
2: This is like fancy the boutique beers. fridge where where it's like, it's actually not boutique. It's, it's imported. So yeah, yeah, but that's but like we about don't really it. know what the fuck any of that means. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like yeah. bottles
1: of orange Boom, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> what the yes. fuck is that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, so me going into the my first place, my first stop. So I'm thinking, sweep, so gonna get in there. I'll get a ten plus one deal for, This is gonna be in a cinch oh man the guy didn't oh. even let me in the front door oh shit, what? <laughs> shit. i got to there it was like 10 a.m or something uh he was outside talking to another rep and i got out my car and he's like where are you from and i had obviously a feral shirt on and all this stuff and he's like oh, i tried to buy from you guys a while back uh couldn't get through see you later i'm like oh well you know we've changed ownership we've got a new fella on and um I'm the new rep and I'll, I'll be out and about if I can help you with anything. He's just like, nah, see you, mate. Walks back in the shop and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh, man. This guy must be a <clears throat> cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's so tough. And then I went to the next place. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck me. I was too nice. Yeah, yeah. How dare they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so three months passed by eating big old bags of dicks. Uh, I think I used to sell maybe 100 cases a week yeah. if I was lucky um, and doing a couple of tastings in between. Three months come by, uh, I see Brendan having interviews with, uh, I think it was like Oakover or something like that to get it into their portfolio. And I'd be like, oh shit, well, lose losing my job. Had a chat to us and then he's like, yeah, sorry mate, I've given the... Uh, the beer to go to Oakover. Um, but I'll still find you some work around here to do. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, at least, you know, the dream of getting into the, the brew side of things is not dead. Yeah. Um, I'll go with that. So, I was actually doing four days a week on the road, which is like Tuesday to Friday, and then working Sundays uh, inside Ferrell's. So, just behind the bar pouring beers. Um, so, Mondays when people want orders, I'd still have to work and, you know, or not answer the phone and get... Really shitty uh, voicemail emails, yeah, you know, coming my way. Um, so how do I do it? Brent said I can just be a, a, a work around the brew house, maybe clean some kegs, uh, work front of house a couple of days a week, and maybe be a yardie, deliver some beer. And I'm like, fuck that. Give me a job. I'll do it well. I just want one job. I don't want to be the walk around guy um, getting yeah. passed around. Yeah. And at that time, his brother was thinking about going up north um, to become a friggy mechanic, and he was the assistant brewer. Um, at the time So The Monday I uh, went You know I still had my rep shirt on Because I was finishing off the week It's like Fuck that um, Come to the brew house I'll I'll give you a go As assistant brewer um, And it's that moment You creamed your knickers Ah uh, that was uh, Yeah Full of cum <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah I, I kind of didn't <clears throat> expect The transition to go From working within the company Into the brew house that quick um, because I had no brewing experience before that. I mean, I made a couple of home brews back in high school where you know we'd add too much sugar at the end and explode in the uh the bathroom because yeah, yep. you want
3: more alcohol, so you're like, I'll throw more sugar in, it will be sick. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't normally <laughs> work that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, and um, where'd I go from there? I just I know I think I had a pretty good work ethic. Um, where I don't think his brother had the greatest work ethic. So just doing over eight hours and, you know, getting the job done and cleaning up and and doing well. I think he saw some potential in, in, uh, working there. And then, um, yeah, three months later, he, he showed me how to breathe throughout that time. And he said, cool, I'm going to America for a month. Um, I'm going to chuck you in the deep end, but, uh, good luck. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. 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 So he pissed off to the craft brewers conference, um, I was shitting myself the entire time. <laughs> um, managed to get through it, came back and we're all solid. So it's been it's been ten years. Yeah. Uh, this year since then. So it's uh it's been pretty cool. So during That's that awesome. Awesome.
2: during that time frame, we're talking ten years ago. So yep. Two thousand and seven is when you were trying to rep out on the road. Yep. There would have been well, as you said, the only craft beer in a bottle would have been feral at that. At that time, maybe yeah, May there might have been a
4: few from over east, like maybe Lord Nelson, Lord Nelson, three sheets, Lord Nelson's been around out. for around that time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, very minor. I think there might have been Bullant. It was in Midland, oh, Guildford, oh, wow. or something wow. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Bullant. Yeah, which came and went pretty quick. But yeah. yeah, it was it was very slim pickings.
2: And then, within what a month, you were starting to brew. Um, that's
4: good. Uh, within a month of uh, being there. So I don't think I did an unsupervised brew for about two months. Right. Um, but we were kind of only servicing the front of house there as well as maybe five pubs around Perth. So it was pretty quiet times. I mean, one yep. to two brews a week. Um, maybe if we're busy. Uh, yeah. Most of the time you're just cleaning kegs and, and maybe uh, delivering and kegging off. It was, it yeah. was a very, very simple <coughs> setup. Yep. Kicking off one keg at a time. We only had a manifold with one. Coupler on it, which, yeah, wow. Oh, is that done differently <laughs> yeah. or? I
2: don't well, know. we've
4: got one where we do three at a time now, which is doesn't sound that much more advanced, but holy shit, as far as time goes. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, so. no, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: man. Yeah. Um, so was it that conference that Brendan came back from where he wanted to make that push for American Style Pails? Yes. You know, so kind of really developed.
4: Yeah, uh, it was between that one or the, the following years. Yeah, um, i can't really remember but that's when he came back with um the dry hopping method yeah. Yeah. which is really really odd because it hadn't hit australia but it was everywhere in america and i'm not sure if there just wasn't the the access to information throughout um you know forums and things yes. like that that yeah. people were sharing what they were doing over there <coughs> but he comes back and he's like oh you we
1: just chuck hops in the fermenter, like
4: why would you do that? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at it. I read somewhere
1: recently the first double IPA to actually ever be made was actually a triple IPA and was plenty the younger in what two thousand eleven. So Jesus. even then, you're looking at that and you're like, "Fuck, man, what has happened in these last like six years?"
4: Yeah, it's it's kind of exploded. Um, I remember that first beer coming out, so it was pretty much a dry hop version of our pale ale. Yeah, and. He'd bought back some uh, Sculpin IPA and some Pliny, and there was another one that was really good. Can't remember. Um, which I was like, "Holy shit! How does beer taste like this? I don't understand how it's that hoppy and that yeah, clean yeah. and that delicious." Mm. And we all thought that you know it's last kettle that yeah. you got that aromatic yes. from. Yeah. Like, how much did they fucking chuck in? This is <laughs> <the> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's going on. So we chucked in the fermento, ran it through a plate and sheet, which was. Terrible idea because I thought oh, the man. whole thing up and that would cleaning was that would a nightmare absolute yeah. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, i, I so nightmares about that. Just taking off each little section yeah. and then just finding this little cube of of hops, <laughs> <laughs> um, getting it out with a screwdriver, putting it back on. I'm like, cool, I've only got 90 more to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, so that kind of evolved, and then we just tweaked that recipe, which later became Hop Hog. Right. Wow, that's, that's and we'll probably a little bit. Uh, shy on telling people that information about dry hopping Yeah, So um, and so
3: you should have been, I think, at that yeah, point Yeah, we <laughs> were like, holy <laughs> fucking shit People had asked
4: yeah. us and we'd be like, yes, yeah, end of the kettle Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Don't you know anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Which kind of put Feral on the map, yeah. I think I mean, Feral White was a pretty awesome beer Which I used to go there to drink We did win a couple of uh, gongs at the Melbourne International Beer Awards for it um, but it just became unpopular as time went and as it, as it kind of, oh, i say it didn't become unpopular. We won a couple of awards. We are making a lot of it. Um, but as soon as I think hops came in, that just.
3: Yeah. People were like, fuck all that killed. shit. Yeah. yeah. Just give me hops.
4: Yeah. Um, we went from making, you know, like everything put together was, you know, less than, uh, feral white. Yeah. where. Feral White became a tank a week and Hop Hog was, you know, five out of the six tanks that we had. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was pretty crazy. That's insane, huh? Just off one beer too.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um,
4: where was I with that? Was I going anywhere past nah, I d- No, I don't, I don't think, think so. But, I
3: mean, it, it was such an iconic beer. I remember bumping into one of my mates who I grew up across the road from. You know, we kind of lost touch with each other, bumped into each other in the shop and, and found out we were both into craft beer. I'm like, fuck, man, have you tried Hop-Hog? It's so sick. It's so hoppy. It's like, no, I haven't. I got a text message from him like two days later. He's like, this is the best thing like I've ever tasted. Like, so hoppy. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool. So That's it's awesome, a cool feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and ever since then, we're like tight and homebrew together. And, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, old mate. It's yeah, yeah. Absolute legend. Yeah. Uh,
1: I just feel sorry for you guys right now because there is about a thousand homebrewers. <laughs> Technically not because if we get a thousand people to listen to this... You. That's about a four, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, There's, yeah. Us four. Just yeah. us four. Over <laughs> and over again. Um, You're going to have so many homebrewers just lining up. Just like, hey, what's going on, man? Just hanging out at the brewery every <laughs> yeah, day yeah. of the week. Like, yeah, They're just, like, oh, this is how, how you got a job, isn't yeah. it? I'm yeah. doing a wheel, man. I'm doing a wheel. It's all good. I'm not saying anything. Okay.
4: <laughs> Food turnover is going to be <laughs> 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 epic. I was going to say, <laughs> that, that's great. What's going on? We're having a lot of chicken wings here. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm probably not as open to... Giving out jobs or... Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I'm just like, there isn't really room for another brewer yeah, yeah. in that place just yet. Yeah, <laughs> But feel free to come eat chicken wings. They're, uh, they're quite delicious. Oh, they <laughs> are, they're are Absolutely good. <laughs> sensational, yeah.
3: man. Um, So, I guess another big thing that's happening for you guys is... I read online, so I think we're allowed to talk about it now, is Biggie Juice is coming out in packaged, Yep. Which I think is probably the more modern version of Hop Hog for a lot of people. That's kind of beer you're now seeing people having their kind of revelations with... Yeah. Um, now the you know that style in general, um, but Biggie Juice is getting some pretty good wrap good around town, and, and you know it's on in a few really good venues like that don't pour just the hardcore craft. Like Lesky and I were drinking jugs of it at the Scotto the other day, yeah. which was fucking
4: sick. Which they should hopefully have back on tap tomorrow. Just kicked off more today. That's oh yes, yeah yeah. Taking up most of my production at the moment. I can um, imagine. Yeah.
1: Just straight up juice is taking up Juice.
4: everything. Yeah, well, it's taken up at least two double tanks, um and maybe a single as well, uh, most weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, a few yeah, things in crazy. between. But yeah, it's uh it's a pretty good sign that uh, things are heading that way. Uh Bren's split on it. So he yeah.
1: he thinks it's it's a, a fad beer. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's it, Garrett Oliver's Instagram culture beer?
4: Yeah, that's what bro- he said about vocabulary. it. Did he? Yeah. Maybe uh, yeah.
1: Brent's just uh, jumping on the bandwagon.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he won't listen, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah uh, I mean, he kind of puts it against what black IPAs were a while ago. So, d-
1: you know, yeah. it came out. It, it was Everyone trendy headline. as everything yeah. or mm. anything that we actually included
4: into our core range. But yep. shit, that's becoming pretty untrendy. Then you uh, saw these stone days.
1: just drop theirs. That sublimely self-righteous. Yeah. Okay. Which was a gone. fucking absolute delta. That, was, that fucking was the banging. beer for that style. Like yep. we had it here and it was oxidized to shit. And I went and over it there still and good. was like, oh, look, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. I'll grab one here. I've had it at home. And then was like, what the fuck am I drinking right yeah, now? Jeez. Like, holy shit. It's just so bitter. So big. And then all of a sudden it was gone. I'm like, oh, man, it hurts. I wonder yeah. if that's a, a, a sign of things to come. Potentially, like we we are seeing, like a lot of styles come up and a lot of styles, yep, not fall to the wayside, but just, yeah, just sort of just fall out of tune, like out of touch, like
2: touch and tune. Would you say touch and tune? Touch uh, and I tune probably tune. wouldn't say touch and a, tune. I but. had a stroke right then. <laughs> 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 I'm um, very sorry. No, 100. percent I, I think everything's innovation driven at the moment, uh, and the best way that people can sort of get that into their gob is the newest, latest thing. And and if something if something sticks, uh, if something sticks um, then everyone else is going to jump on onto that and mm. you know New England IPAs have their roots back to uh, Hetty Topper allegedly you know I think the things that we're seeing nowadays uh, I picked up a Jiffy Squid tipped into a, a, a glass and the thing looks like fucking tropical juice it's it's like yeah. so you, you, but that's you can't well, that's see anything through it where it's very difficult to all the, the troop
1: at the bottom of it whereas <laughs> like you know Heady's not, you know, it's not a uh, technically New England IPA like that. It's just an unfiltered double IPA that's fucking huge and amazing, you know, like where everyone else is, you know, just making it like, you know, not not shooting at anyone, but like, you know, just doing the their interpretation, their own interpretation of it, yeah, Um, which is really interesting because it's a really volatile style, right? Like. In terms, of, in shelf terms life. of shelf life and time frame, like yeah. especially in a country like Australia where we get some fucking serious heat. like yeah. That's, that's pretty we? testy.
2: Is it, is it fucking hot here? It's, it's a hot. dry heat. <laughs> oh, oh. it's, quite, it's quite clement outside Shit. today.
3: Isn't and every three months, somebody in North Queensland gets torn to pieces by a crocodile. And I ain't <laughs> spending another minute on it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so what, uh, talking about shelf life, uh, what shelf life are you guys going to be putting on Bigger Juice mm, package? That's
4: a tough one. Um, there's an odd thing where, like, say, Hop Hog and got a feeling most of our beers have like between nine and 12 months on it, yeah. And it's because we don't want to change it just for Woolies orders. There's, I think there is something in between that where they want a year on yes. that. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay. But realistically, um, I have not seen beer juice last outside of you know a month or two yeah yeah um right. just with sales at the moment so i mean that shell wouldn't put anything past three months on it um
1: but that's the thing like you know with this beer when it's going to come out it's not going to last that long nowhere no. near like sitting on shelves, people are going to absolutely destroy it
4: yeah well, that's the other thing too i think uh Yeast is actually going to flock
1: out in those bottles, um, yeah, yeah. which obviously is... We've f- seen that recently in some other in some other variants where you're having to shake kegs in order to pour to get that... Uh, that haze, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, which is a bit unfortunate. Um, speaking to a bunch of guys, um, what's the one in... Is it and Ridge? Portland. Um, very nice fellow, Ben, that I met over at um, Melbourne International Beer Awards, judging. Um... It'll come to me soon. Portland breakside
1: shoots. No,
4: breakside is it? Breakside? Can't remember. My brain's pretty yeah. bad. Anyway, uh, he was saying that he doesn't use the yeast as any part of that beer. He just wants purely protein haze um, to be the hazy part of that beer. Mm. Um, we're saying, Biggie Juice, I don't mind a touch of that yeast to be throughout that as well as having that protein haze in there, because mm. yeast most of the time is actually pretty shitty tasting. Yeah. Um, or particular strains can be quite unsavoury, to put it lightly. Uh, That beer in particular, or that yeast strain in particular, is actually quite nice. It actually takes some of those flavours of the hops. Um, It does give off a nice peach and kind of pear ester, or peach and maybe apricot. Um, And I kind of flick it back onto, say, feral white, back in the day, having that Belgian wit yeast, that yeast is actually pretty fucking nice. Yeah. Holds on to those flavours, drop him out in that beer and that beer becomes pretty thin and lifeless. Um, so I like to think of that beer having just a slight amount of that. I don't want it milky. You you, you don't yeah. want to be drinking, you know. No. Sludge. Yeah, sludge. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the one thing I can't really stand in those beers is yep. when, when you actually look at it and you're like, holy shit, that's brown milk. Yeah. Or thick. grey milk. So, so yeah. thick. Yeah, or, or even just having hot... Trub in there like yep. I, don't, I, mean, I know it's unfiltered but just yeah. take your hops out. But even
1: yes. even still like you know if you've got a whole bunch of trub in there like it's like <laughs> that can get soapy pretty fucking quick as well. Yeah. Like that's f- genuinely frightening. As as well as um shelf life too. That's yeah terrible for it. Oh exactly. Like there's um you know, we've got some guys over East that say, you know, like buy what you can to sell within a month. No more, no less. That's yeah. It. Like, good. I well, really, really it appreciate it. that, and it's like, can you keep it cold? Yes, cool. You can take that amount. That's it. That's cool. Yeah.
4: But I like I like that
1: that onus.
4: Well, at least that yeah. you know gentleman's agreement about saying, can you keep it cold?
1: Take what you can. You know, like I'll get you some fresh shit. As a as a yep. retailer, in terms of that sort of thing, like I see the opposite side of that a lot, where you know people are like, cool. We want to push on large buyers onto you guys. So why don't you take that so you can get a really good price and make good GP? And you're like, well. That's great. You know what? I really want to do that. But I don't have the cool space to do that. So what would happen is I'd have to sit your beer out, potentially warm, and then, you know, try and move through it as fast as I can in order to make sure that your beer is still kept really good. Yep. I can't do that with everything, you know? Like, so, I'd, you know, if someone comes in with, like, a 50 case buy, you're like, mate, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Like, your beer is why I'm here. I want to make sure that your beer is going out to people who want to drink it and it's going to go out the best way possible. Yeah, that's Let's a try tough and work line. on something.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean, try to put that back on a,
1: a brewery that's, you know, struggling. It doesn't in, in
4: work. Cash flow. They're just like, yeah. just sell what you can, you fuck. Yeah. 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 Salesmen getting, you know, their, their turnover bonus or their, their leaderage bonus on it too. They're just, you know, trying yep. to get up there.
1: It just seems to work against itself in in craft. It gets, r- it gets really tough, you know? Yeah. So, you know, like, it's, I think that's why. You know, like, um, it really hurts someone like myself as a as a retailer. Where you're like, man, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing from that point of view? And then you step back and you look at it from what you're saying and you're like, fuck. Like, you really want to. You get so torn. Mm. What do you do?
3: You just... Buy more beer and drink it quicker.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Which no, I, no, I no,
3: don't no. seem to have a problem
1: with. But <laughs> yeah. the salesmen at the table are just kicking me at the moment. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Don't fucking say another word. Yeah. I'm like, we've yeah. had this conversation both
2: yeah. with both of us. That's yeah. fantastic. Thanks. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> my conversation to you is get a bigger fridge. That can be the same said for every other bottle shop who great. doesn't have enough fridge right, space. Which
3: is it. then hard because you look at the bottle stores and you're like, yep, yeah, now Double your electricity bill. Yeah, double the cost to install a bigger fridge. Yeah, um, and all that money you'd save on those volume buys is fucking gone. Yeah, um, yeah. So it is a hard one. It's unrealistic. It is, it is yeah. unrealistic, but it's cool to see people out there that are looking, you know, out for the best intentions of the beer. Um, and like you said, those gentlemen's agreement can you keep it cold. Cool. Just take what you need, and I'll look after you, um, and Ooh. I'll make sure you can get some more and some more and more.
4: I wonder if that'll be a thing going forward. Uh, we're competing against Woolies and Dan's and you know yep. all the big boys the way that obviously craft beer separates itself is by making you know flavoursome interesting beers yeah where would it happen that liquor stores start like a cool <laughs> Yeah, yeah everything yep. cold like yeah uh, in that kind of space and and, and taking real care so you know when you get to that place yeah. you're going to get good fresh beer because there's nothing worse than actually getting say stubby from over east or even a stubby from a local brewery Yeah, and, it's, and it shit fucked. itself before oh, you man. had it you're like what the fuck yeah, man? and it only takes one or two and you won't drink it anymore yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's a funny one
1: but that's that's where you know in terms of like consumer education like potentially these things will happen you know people will be like oh I've had a really good one of these and then I'll go and buy one and be like what the fuck is that yeah, you know? so whether or not they'll actually understand, it's coming down to you know like actual handling, or whether or not they're buying fresh or old beer, it's all you know it's down to people like you know like brewery reps and you know retailers and all that sort of thing to go out there and just you know not hit them hard, but just get out there and just you know push the education. Yeah, yeah is which is huge.
3: Um, yeah, And everybody's trying to do the best that they can, I think. Oh, exactly. I mean, I, cool. I spoke to a really cool bottle shop, the boys at, um, at Copper and Oak over in Chuit Hill, and they were like, maybe we should just turn our whole bottle shop into a cool room. That way everything's fine. They're like that would be really fucking cold to work in. But they they were serious <laughs> about it. There was, like, real consideration. I'm Think like, about putting a coat rack up at yeah, the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Heater. it's like, grab yeah. a cold. It's going to be cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're going into one of those ice bars. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh. Also, pretty, pretty good weird. way to get around, uh, you know, the 43 degree heat that we're going to have in... In summer, yeah. It would actually be nice. To turn that.
1: your whole shop into an igloo. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, man. <laughs> yeah. Buy a fucking penguin. It would <laughs> yeah. be the greatest thing, man. <laughs> no one here has it. We have, like, bottle shop dogs. No one has a bottle shop penguin.
3: They don't, and I'd actually travel for
1: that. Like 100%. Yeah. Man, you yeah. If you could see an yeah. emperor penguin, like, sitting there <laughs> lapping up a beer out of a bowl. <laughs> yep. I mean, we would get done by the RSPCA. Yeah, it's I don't know quick. if it needs beer. But but those
2: few minutes where we didn't, fucking <laughs> <that'd> be great. <laughs> that'd <would> be glorious. <laughs> they wouldn't know what the fuck to do. They'd be like... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a penguin here drinking beer. He's I mean, feeding it fucking pork rattle right from the front. <laughs> oh, he loves it, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's stocking up. He's a blubber, uh. man. Blubber. <laughs> the boss is just like, uh, I don't uh. fucking know what to do with a penguin. Definitely shouldn't be drinking beer. Well, how do you know? How do you know?
1: That's perfectly fine, man. They also have the best fish and chip shop on the fucking planet <laughs> next door, man. We throw a shout out to old mate. Man, my uh. God, best fish and chips of all time. Look, it's good it's, to know. Yeah, I'm yeah, out of my
2: depth. I don't know where. You, like,
1: Is this where we really?
4: get a new ad? And you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what we're I mean aiming for.
1: Captain Rocks fish and chips down in <laughs> Hill next to the Rub and Tug, and next to Copper and Oak. <laughs> Come on down. Get yourself a bourbon. Get yourself a hand job. While you're at it, get some fish and chips. Oh, make sure you ask for crumbed, because for some reason Namibians make amazing fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, that's wow. a good life lesson for today, yeah. I think.
1: I'll tell you what, look, I travel there from here just to go and get fish and You're chips. You're actually not that far, though. It's not, but when you are as unfit as I am, I could prefer to What, do walk you walk there? The <laughs> yeah, I Is fucking right walk to get my <laughs> fish and chips, mate. Right? Yeah, man, I hit the street power walking style, man. Why do you think my hips are so out all the time? So <laughs> Swivelling.
2: Oh, God. Wow, um man.
1: I'm gonna get myself in trouble today. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. What are we drinking here, by the way? So right now we uh, have cracked uh, the brewery from Placentia in California's Saul. So this is just their bourbon shit fuck beer, if you haven't noticed. There is a lot of booze on that. Just yeah. a, just, yeah, a,
2: a lot. just a wee a wee
3: uh,
2: What's uh, the yeah. ABV?
3: Just yeah. a lazy uh, 16.1 <laughs> percent. Holy, <laughs> we're going Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. So it actually
3: drinks really well, considering. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Uh, Uber's home for all, I guess. Yeah.
1: Uh, No, I'll be Ubering it out to go and see King Parrot play tonight. Apparently, Uh, uh, you're not gonna uh, make it. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. So much trouble. No, (laughs) you're definitely gonna make it. You're gonna be Uh, shit-faced. They get on at ten, and I
2: open the shop at seven thirty in the morning. Oh, hooray!
3: Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah.
2: Well, they've got licensing restrictions there. Really? If I can get like real granddad. That's great for me. You can't play past 11 to 30. Oh, really? I've got no fucking clue. Oh, no, it bad.
4: probably would be. Where's it at? Uh, Badlands. Badlands. Is it apartments? No. Uh, it no it was it was there is. It's oh. across the road
1: from, is it Claysbrook train station? From, Clay's train station? Oh. Yeah. 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 What was that place? Deville's, Deville's, the old De Yeah, it was, yeah. was De yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I remember being there with the rest of the dudes on a grain crew outing and getting all of us kicked out. Because we decided to get up and sing karaoke in front of everyone, and to they kicked us off stage and kicked us out of the. Venue.
2: To be fair, it was a karaoke night.
1: Oh yeah, but there you was didn't just get up and grab no. mic. There was thirty <laughs> people on stage. Oh, we're karaokeing, hey? singing fucking Alice Cooper and the guys. Like everyone just got bored and started walking off. So he kept speeding the music up to try and get us <laughs> to finish fading you out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Oh, boy. And I'm sure you protested as well. Oi, man, you're speeding that shit up. Slow it down. Alice Cooper, whew. Like Uh, that. No, by then, then I
1: probably shouldn't have been there.
2: Fucking cooked. Probably not. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) So, Will, what did you do do on the weekend, mate?
4: What did I do on the weekend? Um, I'm just fucking diverting that shit. Hold on. Wait for the brain cells to buffer. Friday... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's I'm a just rough thinking question. About this next weekend, fuck. Oh, oh, I went. attempted to surf at the beach on no waves. Um, I drank somewhere. When I drank Went out to that. Uh, that was it. The dog town food bar. Oh, beer. Beer oh, town. oh dog town burgers. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> rela- <laughs> we, <all laughs> we, <laughs> we all said, we said different things. Yeah. It's dog town yeah. beer food. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, dog, it is actually. Big brown. Yeah, yeah, beer food. <laughs> um, yeah, it has some delicious burgers from there. Um, we'll do a plug for them and get some money from them. We can start. Dogtown beer
1: food. Come and get a whopper <laughs> for $16. Is that it? Yeah, That's le- perfect. Yeah, can't call it and a whopper. It. Well, you can't call it a, f- a flopper, like a faux whopper.
2: Flopper? Uh, no. Have a big old flopper. No. Serve not, that up on your plate You're yes. not doing hot dogs. Put that in there. It's mm. a fat
1: guy's dick.
4: Fopper? A flopper? A flopper. <laughs> a flopper. <laughs> There's no L. It's yeah. a uh, uh,
1: It's, oh, oh, no. I've just had, like, a really bad image of, like, a, a dude like that trying to do a wee. Oh, my God. What?
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why'd you have to go there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's probably uh, the 16 fucking percent beer that we're drinking. Yeah, probably. This is, prob- yeah. this is unbelievable. Really yeah. is, man.
1: It's, so this was, this is their anniversary of Old Ale. So they've been doing this now for I think about three years. Uh, the first was Coivre, I think. Um,
2: Don't look at me. Yeah, it was, yeah, I'm my depth it was either the first
1: me. or the second was Coivre. And that, I went to the US and picked one up and brought it back. So this is like a, I'm pretty sure, is it a Salera? I'm not sure if it's on. Solera, but they've yeah they've been running this now for the past couple of years and each year is just getting boozier and bigger and bigger and bigger. But man, it's almost it's almost the stage of just not calling it a, an old L and it's just a big old fucking gnarly barley wine.
2: If I can divert this for, for a minute, like I did asking about your weekend, because I want to get back to that. Yeah. Because uh, I want to know what all you guys did on your weekend. It's
4: going to make for great material. Yep. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah hear thanks, Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> amongst the God. brewers,
2: like h- how do you brew up to sixteen percent? Are you using an ale yeast? Are you using these guys
1: are using multiple pitchers of of yeast? Like yeah,
2: they're showing them a.
1: Yeah, they've. I actually gem- managed to get my hands on a a PowerPoint presentation from Patrick Ruhu. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know fucking how I did that. But, um, yeah, they're using uh, multiple fresh pitches of highly oxygenated yeast, and they're continually pitching, from what I've heard anyway. So, um, places like Dogfish Head, when they go up to uh, 20%. A- 20, fuck. Yeah, with, uh, eight, well, it's 18, 18-ish. I'm pretty sure it goes up and down. Yeah. But, yeah, for the 120-minute oh, IPA, the 120, they're using, yeah. um, I'm not sure if they're using multiple pitches, but they're using something like, what, Duvel do? in terms of adding sugar to their beer, like simple sugars. So uh, they're adding in like multiple batches of simple sugars during ferment to just keep it running, so they're not shocking the yeast straight away with such a really high-gravity word.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's two methods then. Would this have a high-gravity word, or would this be using multiple pitches plus simple sugars? From the sounds of things? Both,
1: wouldn't it? Yeah, you'd think it'd be both. (laughs) From what I'd got out of that uh, um, PowerPoint, they weren't. Because they were just the reason why they were adding in like fresh high oxygenated yeast each time was that shit was just flocculating out. So they're just like, one more, one more, one more, keep it running, keep it running. It's like it's just like kick starting a piece of shit car that <laughs> does not it. want to go. I
2: was gonna say that'd only be increasing it by like, you know, point five and, and, and then point two and but then man, you're done.
1: Oh man, i to be honest, I really want to know the full thing, but there'd have to be sugar I'd as well never, as the other
4: yeah I've never made a 16% uh, I think the most we've
1: done was
4: probably babushka which is yeah. no mate it would have been Tusk it would have been Tusk because you had a yeah. version uh, th- was it 12.8 I was it, sorry, it, was, it was,
2: was close to 13 wasn't it, it was yeah. Yeah. yeah just t- done. i pretty sure it was 12.8 or 12.9
4: okay. or something I don't think it reached 13 God um, that was getting silly <laughs> yeah, there's always next year uh, that right. one, but um, yeah, so we use uh we finished that off with uh champagne yeast, yep. yeah yeah, uh, I right. can actually take it a little bit further, uh start off with u s o five um baby it as much as possible, and then um yeah, by the time you get up to roughly nine ten percent with u s o five it starts to drop out, yeah, so we'd like to pitch well in advance before that with champagne mm-hmm. um and Clean let that go right for gold, out. yeah. Very nice. Do you get any other? Sick.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. I'd always yeah. worried about the champagne drying it out too much.
4: Uh, oh. I think in that style,
1: um, too dry is not a bad. Yeah, thing It's not going to happen. Yeah. To be honest, man, the last the last batch of task, luckily enough, I'd had another fine bottle shop purveyor drop in and have to pick up some stock, and he's like, "Oh, man, I got a present for you," <laughs> and brought in some task for us. So the last batch of Tusk from for 2017 was a lot drier than what I'd had before. And fuck me, that was quite possibly the best task I've ever had. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that was sensational, man.
4: Yeah, I think that, that beer itself, I think around that 10.8, 10.6 mark, yeah. it drinks well. Hits a really yeah. sweet spot. We keep spot. going over in that. We do run into trouble with ferment. They yeah. can actually really slow down. I've, I've lost tanks before, wow. previous year, so we've yeah, lost yeah. volume. Yeah. Um, Ten point eight is we can kinda get there with O five and finish it off with some champagne if need be, but we can can hit it with O five and get it dry enough as well. Uh most of the time. Um I did lose half a tank on this though. Wow. Yeah. So that just goes straight down the drain. Yeah. So double tank, uh, single tank, another half just to get our volume. And uh just didn't drop out. Even wow. with a repitch of champagne, stuck at uh I think ten twenty one. And then, uh, it's, yeah, we're not going to blend that in. No, I yeah. That's, that's nah. straight down to the word, uh, leech strains. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, no, you pay excise tax on that. Uh, it's, what, 50% of your, your cost there? Yep. And then you're going to drop the quality of that beer, regardless if it's Tusk or any other beer that we bake. Mm. If it's not it's not right, there's no reason to put it out. Yeah, I don't understand why people do pay that excise, push out their product, and it just put such a shit mark on
1: your... It's brand your damaging, company. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, brand damaging for sure. You spend yep. all this time making up some straight up fucking hot shit and then all of a sudden you're like, "Is this. Everyone's like,
2: what the fuck's going on here? Yeah.
1: They're just just trying to save their ass. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so it's kind of our spec for things. We just don't don't put out... Don't put out not shit. Spec. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Let alone being tasked which that has to be bang on, and this this batch coming out had to kind of be that next level. Yes. Because yeah. Yeah. if this this didn't come out, fuck me. Those comments coming on Facebook would have been. Whew. Can't believe Coke have stepped in already and fucked <laughs> this up. <laughs> oh god, man, Operation Butt Hurt
1: would have gone into oh, like no. level eleven. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it would have been, been brutal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and
3: for those that don't know, Tusk is obviously your triple IPA. Yep, um, that you do twice a year. Yep, um, I'd love
4: that to be once a year. Yeah, I, I can imagine
3: It does my head in It's my <laughs> as, most stressful time Yeah, as a consumer I wish it was four times a year um, But I can understand why I mean, it's a 10% beer Of course I'm going to want it more than once Exactly I'm surprised <laughs> you're not like
1: pushing him right now Like, I want more Bulbushka <laughs> I want more Razorback I want well, anything that's 12% well, To be fair, I'm, I'm the
3: only one that finished my glass of that 16% beer Yeah, about, you won the October
1: tw- beer already oh, Dude, I finished mine
3: like half an hour ago <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. Oh man. Uh, I mean you don't have to drink up. I just like big beers. Um
4: Will
2: we see Razorback uh hitting into hitting into some packaged product? Is it gonna be
4: Uh there's no plans for it just yet. Um I'm loving that Razorback that yep. we're doing at the moment. I did have massive malt change probably two years ago. Yeah. Um I should read some book that mentioned uh the guy from Firestone Walker and what he does with a few different malts. I was like that makes a shitload of sense. Is it Jim? Uh, no. What's the he's uh, short guy with the goatee? My my name recollection is He's not great. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's short <laughs> goatee man, uh, Matt uh, Matt what? Brindle. Matt Brindle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's just on a side note? What is the you know how you you can only remember 150 people's names to a face.
3: There's what? some kind of like... There's theory. a theory on it. Uh, yeah. it. Um, brain damage, isn't it? is not Is that true? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, there is CTL. a theory on it, yeah. You can only yeah. contain so much. I yeah, mean, like Your brain just starts people. pushing it out because you don't it's need it. Chromatic
1: yeah. uh, encef- encephalopathy? I had another stroke. I think I've been <laughs> hit in the head too many times. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so your number's more like 15 rather than... I'm blaming Metro's
1: freeo and getting king hit there. Thanks, guys. Isn't that
4: like just how the bouncers get you out of there?
1: Oh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm still blaming uh, Stone Brewing for that because I went to the dinner with Greg Cook. Cook? Uh, is Greg that how you pronounce it? Cook? I it was Cosh. 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 or Cosh. One of the two. Cosh. And yeah, we had the absolute it? giant night that night. Out in Freo? Out in Freo, yeah. Yeah, Freo? yeah. at the yeah. sale.
4: That was great. It was incredible. Yeah. Except w-
1: that the people I was sitting with like wanted to get wedge beers on everything so that we could get through everything. And then the night... Was
3: I on your table?
1: I'm unsure, man.
3: Were you on the table with Joel and that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Long I boy. bought a round of st- uh okay Arrogant Bastard in pint
1: form.
0: Whoa. <laughs> yep.
1: Which <laughs> is always... Damn
2: dem, dem <laughs>
1: FIFO dollar dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was FIFO at the time, so peeling. I was like, fuck it. Let's yeah. do that.
3: It was also a very reasonable price, though, I think. But, yeah, that was a good dinner.
2: I mean, when you're FIFO, everything's a reasonable price. Well,
3: yeah. It, more reasonable is probably the correct term
4: um yeah so where was i going with that uh, 150 people are, um, my memory is shot to shit and being a brewer i reckon that just takes <laughs> it down by yeah. a third yeah so forgive me for not re- remembering names <laughs> um yeah, short goody man yeah sorry yeah <coughs> matt brindleson yeah um yeah you said something about uh using some uh specific malt which I th- it was wayman's special w uh, along with a bunch of other stuff, and it kind of changed up Razorback's recipe. Yeah, and uh, it came out just a dime piece. Uh, wow! Still needs at least three months age on it just to to get somewhere. Yeah, uh, but it really tied that beer together um, as a whole. So, I also, I mean, I'd like to see that once a year in a bottle or something like that, just that anniversary. Would lot, just yeah. I mean, we've been making yeah. that since shit like 2010. Yeah, so I don't know. It's
3: it's kind of, one Even of, it of the just, originals. yeah, large format bottles, something I was a little bit say special. Large yeah. Format, yeah. I mean, you guys have got some Heaven Hill barrels that you could fill with it. Yeah, just do saying. Yeah. Just saying. Do you saying. still have them? Yes, we do. Oh boy! <laughs> Is there anything planned yet? Uh not yet. And again, for people that don't know, that's what you housed your uh, F-15, F15 in. Yep. Really?
4: Yeah. So nothing's planned. Nothing's planned. Just yeah. I mean, can I buy one? They're just waiting. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just waiting, and um, we're gonna. Maybe release that at at least again. Or, I mean, with uh, CCA involved these days, they've got access to um, some pretty good distilleries now. So, there's just... There's no talks yet with them. We actually haven't heard anything from them, uh, at least on my side of things.
3: Yeah. You've posed the question. That's, that's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just start making assumptions. Yeah, I just assume um, and say it on podcast and promise people things that <laughs> I can't follow through. <laughs> <with>. <laughs> I did look, I looked at their whiskey you know. portfolio um, once all this kind of stuff went Co- Co- through. Whiskey portfolio yeah, you I was like, holy great. fuck. Yeah. I had no idea. That's,
2: yeah. Zucky. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. let's get some, so definitely, I mean, it's hundred percent guaranteed. Yamazaki barrel aged <laughs> Feral beers coming out. Yeah,
3: Yamazaki barrel aged Boris. That's what we're waiting yeah, let's for. Yeah, put pressure on
2: you. Yeah. Two hundred percent
3: coming uh,
4: out twenty eighteen. One
3: hundred percent.
4: Well, we heard
2: it twenty eighteen. Uh, get your growler fills ready. You know.
1: I will. Yeah, definitely take growlers of that.
2: <laughs> no doubt. Oh man,
1: that would be ridiculous. So, you, did you guys do a um, an oak aged? Um, barley wine, raisin, back. Yeah,
4: that is, um, it, yeah, it is raised back, but it is chipped. It's uh, yeah. Chipped? yeah, yeah. 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 <coughs> uh, so most of our stuff is chipped these days. Yeah. Um, the the shed that we used to house them in um, is now full of watermelon funk and fresh. Got a creek waiting around. Oh, oh snap! Shit. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so I was looking at your cherries in your fridge. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. it's a cunt of a thing to uh, pibble. you oh, like, you're oh, like
1: yeah. yeah, pipping these things sucks. I'm not. We talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's why we need a camera. Yeah, I have, so. I have a face for not this.
4: Yeah, we can't actually um, obviously do BFH the way we used to do BFH in that same room, or it's going to yeah. be uh, Brett. Yeah. Fermented. Uh, oh, the thing fermented. The is that you're, you're going to be able to churn it out at a better that time be rate sick. as well. Well, that, that time, I mean, we've been doing it for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, shit, we can pump it out in, you know, three weeks quite easily. That's fucking sensational. Where it, it was becoming really popular. So, we wheel pumping, like I, I had a, like a tank or two a week of that popping yeah. out. So, I mean, we're pretty open about saying that we oak it. Yeah. But it's it's still... But it's,
1: it's really interesting, mate, because I have like uh, quite a few friends of mine that weren't really into craft beer that much. And they'd go out to places like Feral and be like, oh, try a hop hog. And they're like, oh, no, nah. no, nah, it's too hoppy, mate. And you're like, like oh, i will have a BFH. like, man, that's fucking beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? oh. Well, it, it, it kind of does round out that beer. So yeah, hugely.
4: Yeah, it kind of rounds off that bitterness. The IBU is the exact same. Like, yeah. it is hop-hog oat. Yeah. Uh, but it just gives it a little bit of vanilla, so that perceived sweetness yeah. is there. Is, yeah, Yeah. Uh, and just that perceived kind of resinous bitterness that people kind of turn their nose up at hop-hog they're like oh no.
1: like, no, man, it's creamy yeah, and it's like vanilla is yes, the oh, vanilla. It's I think it's the oh, vanilla God, it's that gets. Great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: mate. But um it's, it's it it doesn't have the same romantic story as what the beer as used barrels. to be. Yes. But um it's actually better for the beer.
3: 100% it can be better for the beer. Less yeah. O2 pick up, you guys yeah. can manage it better, yep. um reproduce it better. But I think the romantic part in that was what I actually didn't realize. This space where those barrels used to be is now taken up with all this other cool shit. Yeah. I think the kind of beer nerds who get um, angry about semantics, um, like BFH, as soon as you tell them that, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Nah, oak the shit out of that because we want to <laughs> see some of this creek.
4: Yeah, well, it's going to be one or the other yeah. uh, for now. Um, yeah. It's how it rolls. I mean, we used to keep uh, barrels in our uh, little sea taner, which we're going to uh, fit probably... Shit, nine twelve. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. there, which is okay. But uh, I was aging, actually, some uh, Razorback in some old Lark whiskey barrels. And so, I just kind of locked it up. Yeah. Kept it at 21 degrees and just like, see you later. Or, you know, t- every three months, come yep. have a check on it. Went in there and like one... Obviously, it had something else growing in it. Blew out the front of the actual barrel. Wow! Yeah. Shit. So, there was shit all over the floor. Yep. That's insane. But another one, um, white ants had actually got into the sea tater, oh. made their little tunnel, and then started eating out the base of a barrel. So, we lost two of those pretty uh,
3: quick. No, that's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah.
4: So, something something's sitting in there for eight months, you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, Thanks,
4: and Yeah. I mean, I probably should check on it a fair bit more, but shit, you know, gets busy and you... Yeah. Are, Fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah, when you get a spare moment, you go over check on your barrels and yeah, some maybe acetic in your uh, barrel room that's been sitting in there since uh, 2014, <laughs> <laughs> but some are still usable. What? Wow. Yeah, so we had Funky Junkie, uh, which is a, so probably one of our first sour beers that we made was probably around 2012, 2011. Yep. Um, excuse me. Uh, It was just a Flanders Red and a just kind of a gers like that we blended some swanambic with so we just had some natural uh, fermentation going on in our mash tun let it go over spring in the valley um, as we were working that we were kind of watching over that and um, yeah it kind of evolved into us pitching pediococcus, pitalactobacillus, bretomyces and just letting it go and It was, what, 2014 would have been a pretty bloody busy time. So, I would have been at production then. Yeah. So, I was back in the valley once a week, maybe once a fortnight, depending on how much time I could get out and just kind of, we didn't worry about it too much, left these barrels going. And, uh, yeah, probably six months ago, eight months ago, had a quick little check through and tried these barrels and the top two are just salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, <laughs> <yes>. uh, yeah. <laughs> but the two below are pretty special. Oh, sick. And uh, the two below that are nice, but uh, make a good uh, blend between the six, well, yeah, between yeah. the four and four, the top two. Yeah. yeah. That's sick, man. That's exciting. That's the heartbreaking uh, side of barrel aging for long periods. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, shit. It's... It ties up space for a very long time. You know, you could call it rent on that space, but um, coming to something that you've kind of nurtured and taste, and everything's good, and then all of a sudden you get a pop bung. Yeah. You don't realise it. Fruit flies go for gold. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got, P R A I S E. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's
4: (laughs) that's mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm sure they make a zesty (laughs) Italian. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh man.
1: That's got to be just absolutely heartbreaking. Well,
4: um, I mean, we've been doing barrel beers for a fair while, um, and that was kind of cool. Like, every now and then, we'd actually stick aside time back when we were actually bottling. No, we wouldn't have been bottling in the valley. It would have been when it shifted, probably pre-bottling. Yeah, I'm going to say that. That sounds better for the story, but I'm pretty sure it's right. We <laughs> wouldn't have had Brett within that shed while we were yeah. uh, pumping out hot blood. No. No. no fucking pediococcus. That's what I feel Oh, man. And uh, we'd go through the barrels. We kind of had the, the graveyard out back as well. So we the ones that we didn't want to blend out that we knew had a little bit of a acidic in there that was just going to take over. Keep them out back, but we were like, oh, we'll just give them a go and see how they are and go through our beers, pick our blends, and then go and try the graveyard and Bren, like, pulled out the nail and he's got this beer. Has a little sniff. And he's like, oh, shit. Has a taste and fucking dry reaches. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Like, hard. Like, yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> and then looks at me. He's like, you got to try this.
1: <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> it's a straight up enterobacteria. Yeah, like,
4: fucked.
3: Burgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I just watched you dry reach. Yeah, I'd love to. I try that. Looks delicious. Yeah. Go back.
1: That was just a natural reaction. It's actually delicious. Uh, I think it's, it's right, like an it ultra blue good. cheese. Did you yeah. try? Did you try? it? Uh, actually, I think he made me his
4: own nut. I was going to say, I'm,
2: I'm I'd be rent. surprised yeah. if you got out of that. Yeah,
4: yeah. That yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the initiation, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it never ends, man. <laughs> well, it's the kind of thing now. Like he fucked with me back in the day, but like, yeah, you know, when we get staff brew days, like, okay, we'll try all the you know the ingredients as we go um and then you you know obviously try barley it's quite nutty and nice and yep. biscuity and everything's good and then you get out, get out the hops and they just assume that you can smash oh. those hops and god yeah. oh, damn it <laughs> yeah no no you can't oh. do that and it gets even better when you um get
1: out
3: the hop extract yeah i was gonna say yeah <laughs> i haven't done <laughs> that yet. I've, Jesus. Made, I've
1: made the mistake of using that in a beer before just like showing someone like look manny like this is ISO hop, you can fucking do this and do this and do this. Dropped it in a pure blonde for someone and they were like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, you're right? They're like, it's like, I can't <laughs> taste anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At
4: <all. laughs> Well, I was, I was talking about the CO2 extract, the oh. ones that we use. So they, like I, I've done it to a couple of people, you know, you do the, you rub with your index finger but taste with your middle finger. So it looks like you've tried it first and they're like, oh, give me a go. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> "It's oily as shit, <laughs> sticks here. The only way to break it down is through some form of ethanol base." Yeah. So yeah, they people dry reach and it's pretty pretty bloody mean. And there's only a also few, funny. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. But it's only a select people that I would do that to at work. Yeah. It's old Jack and maybe a few other staff that are a bit getting too cocky. <laughs> but um,
2: I kind of want to try this. Is that bad? Uh, it's, yeah. Uh,
4: yep. After you have it, you'll be like, "Oh, why did I try that?" It's it's pretty brutal, but there's a really funny story where um, so that's in Warhog. We actually I use that as part of, of the recipe uh, in Warhog purely because we can only fit up to kind of four kilos of hops total yeah. within our uh, bricket in the valley. So if we chuck any more in, we're just pulling trouble over. Um, yeah. It's just no point. Yeah, just get that Simcoe CO2 extract in there. It's actually quite quite good. They were making it out at production. And I think Cam, our brewer at the time, he got a teaspoon of it and went to John Stallwood and said, John, you got to try <laughs> this malt extract. Oh, wow. And John just went straight in for gold, <laughs> took oh it my back. Oh, fucking and God.
3: Th- there's probably that's probably Guinness Book of Records
4: uh, stuff yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, wait.
3: I don't think anyone's done that apart from John. Are you fucking yeah. serious? Yeah. Was
1: John able to tell you next week's auto numbers? <laughs> Because holy shit, you'd be able to see through time after that much pain, eh? <laughs>
4: yeah, whole teaspoon. I mean, I'd, I probably wouldn't have done that to anyone, but uh, Cam's a special fella. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Shout out to Cam. That's frightening. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Stalwood
1: had the greatest time. No. What happened? No. What happened afterwards? It's like drinking a bottle of fucking Ipecac, man.
2: <laughs> oh, God. That's just.
4: No. Maybe a VPA came out from that, so. We can't be too. Uh, we can speculate that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like, maybe not. D- d- maybe you d- made cactus culture. Don't yeah. I don't
0: <laughs> know. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> back if you spin mic? the words okay, around, I it spells it. Yeah. get
2: fucked cam. Yeah. Cactus culture. Yeah. <laughs> it's a silent G. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So, mate, like, well, um,. Like as much as you you know managed to just snag the job at the brewery by just being that annoying bloke that was there just constantly like hey I'm not here asking for a job, um in terms of like education or whatnot mate um what did the guys actually put you through?
4: Um that was optional. Yeah. So uh, Brent start up with to start off with was um don't you know don't go into anything straight away because fuck I didn't do chemistry I didn't do anything. Uh, I. During high school, I did non-TE. I just wanted to have a good time. I had no idea what I wanted to do. But I did put down on what I was going to be when I left school. So, you're a dummy like me. Oh, dummy. <laughs> dummy, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be when you leave school? And I wrote Brewer. Wow. So, oh. our, our guidance counsellor looked at that and she's like, "Ah, oh, you just want to drink for a living, very funny. And said, I don't know, do science. Like, cool, thanks, Helena College. <laughs> if I can <laughs> drop you guys in the shit. Uh, yeah, and they just weren't much help. And mind you, I, I was a class clown. I didn't give a shit about being at school. didn't like it. didn't really apply myself. Yep. Um, so, yeah, obviously, brings a lot
1: about chemistry and timing and temperatures but and everything. But mate, at the end of the day, it's still an art form in its sense. Yeah. You know, if you look at it in that sort of perspective, you are creating something out of fucking nothing. You know, like you're dreaming up an idea of what you want to make and what you want to portray. Yep. And the fucking liquid's technically your canvas. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: well, what I was going to get to after that is uh, Brendan started off early with um, sensory analysis. So I think one of the most important things about brewing is sensory. Yeah. Uh, there are so many people out there that it just whizzes on brewing and then make a beer and that you're just like, fuck, what are you doing here? Like, how how have you come to this?
3: Abomination. Yeah, by yeah. the
4: end of it, but you're fucking smart. Um, with Sensory, he just nutted that down to us. Like, we weekly go through beers and, like, pick faults in beers. He'd bring in other beers, which, you know, I can't thank him enough for doing. Is actually going through that side of things um, really early and then made us judge at Perth Beer Awards in my first year of brewing. So, fuck, like, a, that was another deep end throw. Yeah. Oh, especially um, once you get you get stuck in You're like, man, palate tightness hits in You're like, man, oh no. Yeah, I'm like yeah. 23, 24 years old Sitting around with like Hugh Dunn And uh, oh, Roger Bustle like Roger that. Bustle on my panel I'm like, oh, what the fuck That would have been like,
3: fucking cool though Yeah No, it yeah. was just
4: If that was nerve-racking. anxiety <laughs> just and scary and <laughs> <nerve-racking>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To be yeah, honest Yeah,
0: I can
1: yeah. smell nuts <laughs> Yeah <laughs> what <laughs> the yeah.
3: fuck Wait. are you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah. Can you, Wait, you tell me what you smelt again? Because I smell that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: are you guys having to get within, is this like BJCP for that? Where you have to actually get within those certain amount of points each? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So to get invited back. Why did you get that? Like, <gasps> yeah, well,
4: it's, I think your score's added up. with the, If you're a within point or two marks of the actual score throughout it, I think that's what's said. Um, you are invited back. For the next year, as a judge rather than associate, um, yep. but I think it's more so like table captains will say, Yep, this person's on, this person's on, this person needs another associate yeah. yeah, um, which I'm pretty sure works a little bit better because, yeah, yeah, that's oh, definitely, yeah, nice way of doing it, um, but yeah, so taught sensory, uh, to us early on, uh, nailed that in. Not that I picked up anything, you know, straight away, it was very ongoing and still like to this day, you.
1: Absolutely, yeah, man. everyone has free. a blind spot at the same time. Yeah, you know, like not everyone, but most, you know, most people do have blind spots. So, oh, it's, for sure, it's you know, it's fucking difficult. It's just actually knowing what that blind spot is yes. and being open about it, rather yeah. than going, oh no. But then, you know, t- with with some off flavors, you actually be able to get that via mouth feel at the same time. Well, you that's know, like go, me. Oh, I'm I'm
3: so shit with diacetyl, um, but if if I can look for that slickness in the mouth feel that. You know, only comes with higher levels, but that's where I really start to find it. Yeah. Before that, I find it so hard to pick up, mm. um,
1: which is a shame. There's a couple of people like that. Whereas yeah. I eat hot buttered popcorn all week. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my jam, my yeah. hot jam. <laughs> uh, um, um, yeah, so uh,
4: I think after the first or second year, he got me into the uh, GCB for um, Institute of Brewing and Distilling, so the General Certificate of Brewing. Um, did that for the... First year, second year was GCP, the packaging side, which is goddamn boring, yeah. uh, especially because we only had... I would had have a assumed a, so, yeah. Yeah, we only had a and I'm pretty sure they actually have a craft side of that now, so it's a, it actually means a bit more where I was learning about, you know, fucking 100 head can fillers that I've never
3: <laughs> yeah. seen before, yeah,
4: yeah. you know, back in, shit, what was that, 2010, 2012. Um, and then uh, Diploma f- Part 1, um, I sat that, failed it. And sat that last year again, passed it, so I'm doing yeast this year. Yeah, well, still Congratulations still going. Yeah, it's uh it is dry and it's yeah. hard, but <laughs> it's like I talked to so many other brewers and they're like, Oh, I'm thinking about doing it. I'm like, You just have to do it. Do like it. it's absolutely do it. You're not an imbecile, you're like, you're not dumb. Studying is just making sure like it's it's uh discipline. Yeah. So yeah. getting home from work, doing an hour worth of study, yeah. Going over notes. Then have your beer or play yep. Xbox or, yeah,
3: or turn the TV on. All those things you'd rather yeah. be doing than studying at fucking six o'clock at night when you've got home. Yeah. But yeah, you mm. just got to do And a lot it.
4: of people beat themselves up over it and just like, oh, no, I'm too dumb to do it. Didn't do chemistry. And I mean, I was pretty similar when it first started. But after you do it, it's just, you can work it out. You can actually get through it in, in this discipline. It's not yeah. how smart you are. It's yeah. the
1: sort of thing that just makes you want to learn more at the same yeah. time. Like, you know, you are, you know, you're mastering your craft. Yeah. So, you know, if you have an active so interest in it, it's going to make you want to do more yeah. of it. And it's the most important
4: part, I think, like of of just writing recipes, tweaking recipes yeah. and refining them because um, there's a lot of guys that have no study that, you know, kind of just can make good beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and make some great beer. But the difference in between having that education has been able to fucking nail it Yeah. more so rather than not. Yeah. yeah. Um.
3: And I think that's a cool thing. we I think we're seeing more brewers taking that up now. Yeah, and then more guys taking up things like the cicerone and yeah, and the whole industry is just becoming more professional. Yeah, um, and educated, um, which is really cool. Yeah, it's exciting.
4: really good. Uh, Yeah, which I mean I can see from where we are. We were talking about earlier how you know back in the day there was a couple of craft beers in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. To I say ten years later, and we've just got weird and wonderfuls all over the show, where well, you see back in, in US, this has been going on since the 80s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so people's palates within Australia haven't had that time to go through that longevity of
1: weird and wonderful slowly coming through. We've just it's smashed it, it into <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> it yeah, yeah. it's really fast, man. Like, yeah. you know, back back when I started drinking craft beer, like there was really limited amounts of IPA actually available. Yeah. I remember fucking having one. i had a Holgate Hoppinator and was like, what the fuck is that shit? I can't drink that, <laughs> 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 mate. It's just bitter and like, like man, it just hangs in your palate and it's horrible. And then drank like a Green Flash Double Stout and was like, Ooh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hello, hello. Yeah. hello, you're coming home with me tonight. <laughs> and then yeah, two months later, bang, Hoppinator again, blown
4: away. Yeah, wow. It's so mine was this is an odd story, but. Coming back, from, so I was working at liquor store. I was still underage but went to a party on the way home. So, in between 100 metres from where I was working, there was a party. Couldn't buy beers from the liquor store because I was underage but my mate had some Coopers Red there and uh, that blew my fucking mind. Yeah, Coopers. It, I was it blows like, a lot of minds. That's why it's known as fighting juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, <laughs> not in that way. Um, but I remember having that. So, I was drinking Carton Cold Foster's. Hard Nice. Uh, just cold
2: shots. Well, oh it's probably goodness. a little bit before oh cold, nice. cold shots yeah. days.
4: We're probably making our own cold shots. We're probably uh, the pioneers for cold shots. Mm. I remember I buying have you guys. Cold to shots blame
1: shots then. The <laughs> yeah, and Tui's platinum. To his if platinum. you ever want to know what pure alcohol slash ink tastes like, oh
2: my god, it's Tui's platinum. Permanent marker. Fucking oh. horrid, yeah.
1: mate. But when you're 18 and you've only got $25 to spend on booze for the week. Why, know. a four-pack of those? It
2: was an eight-pack. It was an eight-pack. <laughs> That's right. Eight. It was eight. Yep. Because I bought them twice in my really? life. Really?
1: Well, I used to live in <coughs> Beachborough, so they potentially broke they it broke down just down. in case yeah. to make sure that <laughs> yeah. no one was getting broken it. <laughs> <that night. laughs>
2: it was fucking horrid. If you want... Yeah, exactly right. If you wanted to try what ethanol and beer tasted like... In fact, I use the term beer very loosely, but if you wanted to taste what ethanol and Ted's tasted like, it was fucking shit. Yep. But Cooper's sparkling, I think. Cooper's I was, sparkling, mate. I, I, I'm, I'm similar in terms of like, not necessarily like getting into into craft beer, but getting into like better beer. Yep. Cooper's pale, Cooper's sparkling was definitely my staple. Um, but you were underage. That was the probably the big difference.
4: Yeah. Well, I kind of grew up around booze as well. Like my dad, he owned. Well, he grew up in pubs, um, around Perth, out bush. Uh, shit, they owned. Bassendine Hotel for a fair while. Oh, wow! Um, yeah, I think he spent most of his teenage years oh. in Bassendine Hotel just Guys, upstairs. You'll,
1: you'll actually know my family really quite well. by the <laughs> 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 My goodness. And um, yes, yeah, so he owned
4: a, a pub up in Mundaring, which Sundays we used to go and clean for, you know, money and pocket yeah, yeah, money and yeah. shit yeah. like that. So I was kind of around booze a lot. Um, I didn't really get into it too hard or anything like that, but it was just, I don't know, something that was there that, it, I'm not sure if it was a hindrance on me or or actually developed me to be where I am today, but it was probably a fair bit of education within yeah the family
2: about yeah definitely
4: not taking booze too far, and not turning eighteen, and just going fuck yeah yeah and having your first Cruises. beer at eighteen yeah 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 yes yeah. um, yeah, so I underage drinking uh, Coopers and I was like holy shit I didn't believe beer could actually taste like this yeah uh, this is pretty special and then from there um, like it was a couple of years. On, um, I started drinking James Squire like colonial wheat like way back in the day when they had like uh releases seasonally, yeah. So it was between that, they had a gold nail, which I I think it was called something else, uh, and then their Hop Thief came out for the first time, and I was like, holy shit, you know, there's some pretty cool beers out there, um, and that kind of spiked my interest in, um, in
1: you know, beers that weren't pieces of shit, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I love that you put it that way Because that's exactly
3: how I was thinking of it <laughs> It's just yeah.
1: so matter of fact And the face was just pure clarity Yeah. <laughs> wow well, mate God damn
4: Yeah so I'm not sure where, where I was going with that I think we're talking about our first Yeah
1: oh. Oh, Revelation oh, we're, we're doing Revelation it now beers, we're so doing We are, yeah. are going to do it now I'm going to take a stab in the dark was it, a <laughs> <laughs> was it wee heavy? Was it barrel aged?
3: I, I don't remember my first Revelation beer, to be honest. It's probably actually Little Creatures Pilsner. Boy. Tell you
1: what, No would have lied. Did call that? I, no, I used to drink that in year 11. I bought a six pack. Oh, <laughs> <The> fuck. <laughs> of course you fucking did. You're rich yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Year 11, managing to buy a, like a six pack that was $15, you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Where was your silver
3: bag of wine? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I went through my share of those as well.
1: Okay. Don't
4: get me wrong.
3: But yeah. when I could buy something decent. When he wanted to splash It little out? Creatures Did you stuff. rock up? Sure, everyone. Yeah. yeah, like, I drink something different. I'm better than you. Yeah, did is. you
1: rock up back then in, like, a shirt with the sleeves cut off, a fucking fanny pack, and they just gave you a <laughs> discount? Like, <laughs> this guy's going to fucking kill me. Uh, yeah. and,
2: uh, and tips, frosted tips. I can see it now. I definitely wasn't
3: a frosted tip you guy. I was more of, like, creak, like a frosted dyed frosted black hair, kind of. I had
1: tips. Oh, yes. <gasps> I,
3: I, it's now a new oh mission of mine to find God. photos of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, well, to be honest, I had a white Jufro. <laughs> I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I also went through Jew for a fro stage. Yeah. I did, I, d-
4: I just thought it was cool. Didn't I? I had a uh, Jewish hair, like I had a, an undercut with long hair, which was curly. So I had like ringlets either side of my head. Is
2: that like a toady from fucking natives? a toady, Rebecca? Yeah, toady kind of. But I, I'd go
4: a, a little bit shorter than old toadfish. Really? Ooh. Which I think Tim Hoskin from um, Whipsnapper looks. Bit, like identical I've never seen him In the same maybe room Maybe not the
2: same can face we, But we, definitely the same hair <laughs> Absolutely Can I
1: also say like, I don't know about you guys But I've never seen Tim Hoskins And Tim Hoskin In the same room Is I this like a Flashpoint comic book thing No
2: but it's The funny story Maybe not Everyone's going to be like Shit story But We actually <laughs> used to work At this exact same So he used to work For Coles Distribution I used to work For Coles Distribution I had no idea Who the fuck this guy was No idea I used to work In the liquor department as a picker when I was like 21, 22 so we've got about 8 years he worked at the the larger distribution centre so they, at this time they're on the exact same site I'd gone over to the other site to do some shit, I heard my name over the radio and then uh, two of us rocked up to the same place at the exact same time uh, and like, she was like, Tony from
3: Neighbours
4: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> hey, what are you doing?
2: And God, Rebecca, Becky like, and was he like, was like, "What Sam the fuck?
3: Simmons? What the fuck? <laughs>
0: yeah. Is that, hey, isn't man. that Reese
2: uh, Is it, no. from
3: No Man?" Uh,
2: <laughs> <whoa>. <laughs> oh, once you've yeah. seen it. Uh, <laughs> uh, long story short, he and I worked at the exact same place. Confused the fuck out of me. All
1: right, guys, it's about time for us to wrap up here we could seriously sit here and talk to Will all day so Legit. Will thanks so much for coming on not a problem alright it's uh, it's a sign off from myself Adam Tim and Brendan thanks, thanks.
2: thank you Will she's Cheers, guys.